Hi, I'm Celia Schilling from Yacht Club Games. Hey, this is Mark and Keon from Bonta Affold. Hey, this is Todd Mitchell from Code Right Play. Salutations. This is Mike Carroll from Strollart. Hey, this is Patrick from the Backlog Odyssey. Hey, this is Rune from Runic Codes. Hi, this is Andrew from Spalotter Birds. Hi, everyone. Jill Grote here from The Indie Informer. Hey, this is Brimstone, and you're listening to Roger Reichardt on the Gamerheads Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Gamerheads Podcast. My name is Roger. Along with me are my good friends and co-hosts. I have Mike. Uh, hi, I'm Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi. And and also the CEO and president of Gamerheads. We have Phil. I am ready. <laughs> good. I'm glad to hear. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, this week we have quite a bit. We'll be going through, uh, games that we're playing and then we'll highlight some games that we're looking forward to that are releasing this month. Uh, and then obviously the tales in the eShop. But before we get into all of that, there is a couple of things I wanted to, <laughs> to talk about, uh, before we get into the show. The first thing that I want to talk about, uh, is, uh, a couple games, uh, games as a service, um, couple games are are closing their doors. Uh the first one is Rumbleverse, the first one that I saw. Uh was Rumbleverse. That game is ending this month. And that just came out of early access. I want to say like in August of last year, so not even 6 months and it's closing the stores. Uh and then the other one that was a a shocker to me uh was Knockout City. This is their last season. So it's going to be 12 weeks this season, and it's going to go until June, but they're closing their doors too. And that just really breaks my heart, actually. Which I find surprising because they I think they just announced Bebop and Rocksteady as characters. Yes! And they just got done with the Follow the Foot Clan uh, event, which was super fun. Uh, so like waves of the Foot Clan come out, and then you compete against other teams to see how many of uh, Foot Clan you can take out in a certain amount of time. It was so it was so fun. It was like so different. And then yeah, the turtle. I mean, the turtles too. Yeah, the Bebop and Rock City, but then the turtles as well. Like you can get all those skins. Yep. And uh, and yeah, like I just I I am not a competitive player at all. But um, Knockout City is a game that I really enjoyed playing. You did enjoy it when you were doing your streams and whatnot. Yeah. On, uh, for your extra life. Yeah. And yeah. Were... They, they, they actually uh, also, like I'll say, like they were really kind. And, you know, I reached out to them and said, hey, you know, we're going to be doing extra life stream. Is there, you know, anything that you can, you know, help provide as incentives? And they provided some codes for incentives. Yep. Um, so they're really cool with that. And they ran their own, you know, extra life event, too. So, like, they could have been like, yeah, we got our own extra life event. But they but they were really super awesome and supportive and, you know, provided, you know, some codes to give away. And that makes me really sad that their doors are closing. Not, not the studios, just knockout city is closing. Yeah. Um, Well, I think they should at least be nice if they found a way to like put some kind of single, it's like to salvage it and put some kind of single player campaign out. The, I guess I guess what they are going to do is that you can it, you can host your own game. Um, oh, okay. Like, kind of like how Friday the 13th does now. That's what yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. So I think on PC you can host your own game. but And they also said that their next thing that they're going to be looking at is something in the Knockout City universe. So who knows what that is. It's not going to be Knockout City, they said, but it's going to be in that same universe. So that's cool. Yeah. But... I don't know. It's just weird because, you know, like, is it is it a case where the market got saturated with these, you know, games of service models and then they just can't compete or I, I don't know. Yeah, I 
Well, like I like we said earlier, the, the you know the, there was a single player Apex game that got axed. Yeah, that's right. You know, I said maybe it was that. like the the um what do we call it the Guitar Hero effect. Maybe there was just too many mm. of them. Mm. I know I'm not playing like I'm not playing Fall Guys on a daily basis anymore. Yeah, yeah you know I'm not either. playing Fortnite on a daily basis anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be really shocking if Fall Guys is the next one to announce. I would There's fall no out way. of my chair if Fortnite was like, we're done. I'd be like, what? Yeah. But I mean, eventually it's going to it's going to happen, yeah. right? I mean, eventually. I don't see it happening anytime soon, though. It's no. It's still popular. It still makes money. I yeah. could see both of those doing what Overwatch did, not to interject since I haven't said anything in a while, but I could see them doing what Overwatch did and basically releasing a sequel just on top of it and like mm. just doing a hard update on both of them. Not necessarily closing. I mean, the first one would no longer be there there, but then it would just be turned into a sequel with mm. added bonus content features, what have you. Yeah, I can see that, too. Just it's because both of those are immensely popular even still. Yeah. And it's interesting that you said that because Overwatch 2 went to the game as a service. Right? Yeah, now they charge $20 for skins. Oh, wait, they're dumbing that down to 15 for skins next season. Oh, okay. Oof, what a savings. Yeah. <laughs> But it's interesting that their their uh I guess their their structure changed mm-hmm. uh to being a game as a service versus the first one wasn't like that, right? Like you you, nope, you, you had to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Huh. I understand I why know. they did it, making it more accessible to more people, hoping that more eyes would get on it, but unfortunately I think that the overall product has suffered because of it. Hmm. Um just and I'm not going to get too heavily into any kind of Overwatch anything, but just, I mean, there's so many things that they promised us were going to be in the sequel that are still not in the sequel, even coming into season three. Hmm. Like the whole PVE thing was going to be there as a huge focus of the game, and it's still not there. And I, I, I don't know if maybe that's just because they weren't ready for it and they felt the need to push it out. And like the, the big time skins were going to be super customizable and you could merge two skins into making a, a super cool skin. And that's mm-hmm. never made its way there either. Like they, they fell short on a lot of the things they, that they promised were going to be in Overwatch too. But also, we all know that the the problems that Blizzard has had are well documented, and I'm sure that's just the fallout from all that. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting because I feel like because they're going as game as a service, they can be like, "Oh, the next season will have this," you know, the P versus E, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh. Whereas if it was like a full game and they didn't have that, people would be like, what the heck? I want my money back. Yep. That's an interesting marketing ploy, I guess. Um, so that was one of the one of the news. And that I will say, like, knockout. I, I only played a little bit of Rumbleverse, so I can't really speak to that game. It looked interesting and I wish I would have played more of it. But man, Knockout City, that really does break my heart because I really... Like I said, I'm not a competitive player. Like there's two games, maybe three, that I'm like competitive, and Knockout City is one of them. I would say Mario Kart is another, but but even f- like I was saying, maybe Fortnite. But even Fortnite, I just I just like playing with you guys. I don't really care about winning. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't ever get the intensity level even when I'm playing Fortnite until it's like that final twenty or fifteen <laughs> or so, and then all of a sudden I'm like, all right, now I need to focus and pay attention. And, and and then you have somebody like guys, guys, guys. I can take them out. I can take them out. <laughs> Just heal us. No, guys. I can do this. I can take. <laughs> We've all been there. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other news I wanted to mention is the rumor is, um, and I forgot who's reporting this, but um, this rumor, but that E three. Uh, rumor is that Nintendo and Microsoft and PlayStation do not uh, plan to attend E3. And well, Nintendo hasn't had a E3 presence at all, like in a long time, right? Yeah, I want to say it's been like four or five years yeah. at this point, hasn't it? Like they've just yeah, done their... their their treehouse event thing. Yeah, right? they do their treehouse events. Yeah. Yeah. And they just do their their direct. Yeah. That's true. And then I think Xbox is saying, like, weren't you saying this, Mike, that they're like, oh, we, we're going to do an event across the street from E3. Yeah, like they're doing their, I think they're doing events at a theater across the street or something yeah. like that. Well, and then and then the um, summer 
Summer of Games. What is it? What is uh, Jeff Keeley's Summer Game Fest? Yeah, Summer Game Fest is also Summer, like Summer of George. <laughs> uh, that's also around the same the same time. I mean, it's not the same time, but it's like a week later or something like that, I mm-hmm. think. Um, so it's a lot of stuff going on. I don't I mean. I don't know. I think I think uh, I, if I get an opportunity, I'd still want to attend E3 for sure. Um, but it's your last chance is the 10th straight year of the last final ever E3. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of like Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought that was, I guess, not that shocking, though, either. Like, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, not that shocked, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my I mean, gosh. Even, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, the last one, like PlayStation was like, we're not going. Right. Didn't they say that? And like you said, Mike, Nintendo's yeah. like, well, we just do our own thing. So. um, But anyway, those are the two things that I've been seeing in the news. I don't know if either of you have anything news related that you wanted to bring up at this time. I have something rumor related. Oh, what's that? Um, so supposedly there is going to be an, an announcement shortly of a Legend of Zelda Lego set. Oh, that's cool. So people were always, so Lego has a thing called Lego ideas where people actually create and submit ideas for, for Lego sets. And if uh, it gets enough votes, then the people at Lego vote on it. And if they like it, then they will make and, and distribute whatever your creation is. Hmm. So there's people that made some really cool things, but there's always somebody that has some kind of Legend of Zelda set, and um, they've and it's been plenty of instances where they've had more than the votes needed, but it just Nintendo never approves it for Nintendo reasons. <laughs> and um, but now, like actually, like a few months ago, Lego made an announcement saying we will no longer be accepting submissions for Legend of Zelda ideas hmm. which got some people thinking like because they've been doing this for the past few years now all of a sudden they have to make an announcement about it uh so there was a supposedly a uh survey that went out um to some like i don't know lego fans or something like that uh basically giving them like how much would you pay for this huh you know and they gave different sets that that haven't been announced and price points. So supposedly, if this rumored survey is to be believed, um, the sets would be um, the uh, Deku Tree. Okay. And there would be two Deku Tree sets. There would be the Ocarina of Time one, I think. The Ocarina of Time one and the Breath of the Wild one. Huh. And they would come with, um, obviously, the Links and Zeldas for those respective games. As long as like the Lego characters of I don't know I don't I really don't like the Mario looks of the Lego character I just I just think he looks weird. Yeah. Oh, you mean like the full sized guy? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, that's no good. I mean, I would be cool. It would be cool if it was like Link, that's like the same size as all the other like yeah. you know characters, right? Like I yeah. I would love that. But I'm, I'm if if this is true, I kind of have a feeling that it's going to be more in line with the. I don't know, maybe not. I, I don't say, think so. You don't think so? No, nah, I don't think so. I think they'd. I think I think they would do like. Because Link doesn't have a voice. Yeah, that's like true. because the thing, the Mario thing is that the Mario guy takes batteries and you put them on different spots on your Lego set, and he says and does different things. Well, doesn't yeah. do, but he says different things and has different facial expressions. Yeah. What's Link going to do? You put him yeah. on a spot and he just goes, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think, like, I feel that the Mario uh, sets are really uh, marketed towards younger kids as well. And that's why they're so chunky, kind of, right? Like, mm-hmm. kind of Duplo-ish looking. Yeah. Well, Nintendo always has to do their, do their thing different. So, yeah. but I'll say this though. I'm having a blast putting together my Lego Bowser. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I didn't know you had Lego Bowser. Oh yeah. He's awesome. He's huge. That's, a, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I think that'd be awesome if, if that was the case that there is a 
Zelda Lego set. That'd be so cool. Uh, I one of my favorite Lego sets of all times uh, were the uh, Sherwood Forest Lego sets. Like those were so cool. Like the Robin Hood characters, and then the knights that you know you could get knights as well, obviously, and stuff. That was really fun. It was a really cool set, and and just recently, um, my parents still have that set of mine, and and I dug those uh-huh. out with my my eight year old son, and we were playing, we were building that set and i was like oh my goodness i didn't know we had all this it was so cool it was really neat um he was more into the spaceships but i was like i'm gonna build sherwood forest again i had a lot of that so i didn't even know they did a sherwood forest yeah i think they i, I think it was called sherwood forest or something like something forest but it was robin hood inspired for sure i mean they oh. couldn't call it robin hood but it was robin hood inspired for sure right uh cool anything else I can't think of anything else, anything else exciting in the news right now. Uh, well, there is a rumor that Nintendo's having a direct next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love those rumors. Good times. Yeah. Phil, do you have anything? Uh, the new Star Wars game got delayed. Oh, that's true. That's right. <sighs> Which means one of my 2023 predictions is hit right on the head. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You did predict that, didn't you? I predicted a game would be delayed, yes. So it's uh, <laughs> it out of the park. So here's the thing, though. If one more game is delayed, then that kind of negates oh. it because you said A oh, claim. That's, that's true. Son of a. You better hope there's no other delays there. I think we're good. <laughs> uh, I have some other news. It's site-related news. Like we you got, new, you got new glasses? Yeah, yeah, I got new glasses. I can see better now. No! We started our Patreon. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Go ahead and sell that. Yeah. So we have three tiers that you can sign up for. We have the intern level, which is three dollars a month, uh, and then we have the uh, production support level, that is five dollars a month, and then finally the Gamerheads board member level, that's ten dollars a month. So the the three dollar a month level that will get you. Uh, the newsletter, uh, and uh, so we have a monthly newsletter. It's like a mini magazine that we have reviews and interviews and recaps of uh, podcast episodes you might have missed. Um, so that's three dollars a month. Plus, also at that level, you are also uh, added to our Patreon shoutout and also entered for a chance to win our monthly giveaways. Um, so we'll have games and eShop gift cards and such to give away. Why is that a shop gift card? I'm putting my foot down as president. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe other gift cards too. We'll see. Uh, and then production support staff. Uh, that's the $5 a month. And uh, you get the newsletter just like before and the patron shout out and the chance for an entry to win monthly giveaways. Um, but then at this level, you also get our welcome packet, which includes a GamerHeads t-shirt and a handwritten letter from our CEO and president, Phil. This means I have to I, write more than just my name. Yeah. It's the only thing I can write. In crayon. <laughs> in crayon. Oh, boy. I, I actually kind of want to sign up for this just, <laughs> just to get a handwritten letter from, from Phil. Um, and then finally, like I said, the, the GamerHeads board member level that gets you all those other uh, uh, items in the, in the lower tiers, including the newsletter, the merch, the shout out, the hand handwritten letter, um, but then also gets you the uh, fan requests. You get to vote on what games we collectively talk about. Hold on, there's going to be people attending the board meetings with me if they sign up at this level. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, also, they get to ask us uh, questions as well, and then obviously entered for a chance to win the monthly giveaway. So uh, that is live. That's at uh, Patreon.com/slash/GamerHeads, uh, and you can check that out now. And in fact. If you sign up right now, the first newsletter is posted. It's it's available. It's uh, right there. So for as low as three dollars a month, and you can you can go ahead and support us. And you know everything everything that we do here does cost some money. <laughs> Typically, out of my pocket or Phil's pocket, <laughs> which is <Yeah>. my pocket. <laughs> yeah, I'm. We I, share yeah, pants. I, I'm, mo- I'm mooching off yes. everybody here. Yeah. Uh yeah, Mike, you uh yeah. No, I'm just I kidding. contribute nothing. 
That's true. No, that's my job, Mike. That's why I had to announce myself as president <laughs> and CEO, because I don't do a damn thing around here. So if I take over as president, then I've at least got the excuses that's of why right. I don't do anything. That's a good so, point. Any support that you show us is greatly, greatly appreciated. Uh, so thank you so much. We'll put a link in the show notes to uh, to the Patreon as well. Uh, so if you feel so inclined and you want to show some love and support, uh, you can do so. Uh, okay, well, with that, let's move on then to our next uh, next segment. And I want to talk about the games that we're looking forward to in February. February? February is a weird word. I hate that word. Um, Try spelling it on everything. I know, right? That's why I always just put F-E-B, because I, I can't spell Fog? that word either. Yeah, I fair. can't spell restaurant or the month that I was born in. And those are two different things that like I should be able to spell. Wait, like, you were born in this month? Absolutely, man. Oh, when is your birthday? It's uh, You'd have to check my government-issued ID. <laughs> <laughs> I can't spell restaurant either. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I go that R-E-S-T and let the phone take care of the rest. <laughs> like I've been working in one for the last 20 years, and I can't spell what I do for a living. It's a French word. It's, it's not fair. I'm not joking when I tell people I'm going to have to learn how to write if they sign up for the Patreon. Like, everything's going to be misspelled because you're just going to be like, man, this guy writes at like a fifth grade level. And that's why I don't do reviews either because I can't spell. Oh, please. Yeah, but that's why you have uh, word, you know, like word uh, perfect or not perfect, whatever. Word perfect. Oh, my God. That what the is hell's a, a word perfect? Oh, I Whoa, love yeah. word, perfect. word perfect. I used to write great. all my letters and all me my too. papers on word perfect. I did too. I that's the first thing that came to my head. No, like the autocorrect, auto spell stuff. Roger, you uh, know I can barely use my computer. <laughs> you think I've got a chance of being able to do something like that on the computer? <laughs> I can't yeah, figure out perfect. I can't figure out how to pin a picture to an article that I write. Like I can't there's <laughs> not a chance in hell I can use spell check. Do you think word perfect still exists? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. What do you think the perfect word is? Oh, perfect, probably. Ah, that's a good answer. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's talk about games that we're looking forward to. Um, Phil, I'll start with you. What games are you looking forward to this month? Uh, as I peruse down the list, there's really only two with an honorable mention that I know nothing about. Number one oh. is Hogwarts Legacy because yeah. it's Harry Potter. It looks like it could be a good time. Uh, the second game that I'm looking forward to is Atomic Heart, oh, which I've I already got about that. pre-downloaded. I've heard a whole lot of hype about it. Couldn't really tell you anything about it. I think it's made by like a Russian company. It's gorgeous looking. I think it's some kind of a shooter, if I remember correctly. Um, but it looks it looks really, really nice. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. That's been in the works for quite a few years as well. Hmm. Uh, the third one that I honestly don't know anything about, but I'm certain words just kind of trigger me and they make me excited and giddy and I feel like a little kid. Uh, and one of those words is dinosaur. So <laughs> when there's something called Gigantosaurus dino oh, cart, yeah. I yeah. go, Ooh, Gigantosaurus dino cart. <laughs> and if it's cheap enough, I'll buy it and it'll suck. And then I'll have an award named after it. I mean, this this is why we played Roar is yeah, because it was a dinosaur game. That's true. I think Gigantosaurus might be a Disney property. Oh, some kind of kids show course it is i could be wrong so i didn't i i think yeah. i think you're right or it's it's a kid show i think if it's not disney it's it, it is a kid show so uh because like looking at these images i think that is a show that my kids have watched uh and it is published by outright games which they do like the um paw patrol and um Crayola, they did the Crayola game, I think, too. The Crayola skate game, oh, which was actually Scoot. pretty good. Yeah, Scoot, yeah. That was a pretty good game, actually. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you still might be interested. I don't know, Phil, but there you go. Selling us to Disney. <laughs> uh, cool. It's a That's... Disney show. It is? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, what about you? What what games are you looking forward to this year? Uh, well, I'll start off once again, uh, like Phil just said, with Hogwarts Legacy. What do you mean once again? Uh, we didn't discuss this. You said, well, yeah, we yeah. didn't discuss it. You <laughs> yeah. just said you were looking forward to it. I'm confused. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, especially since I heard that you can have those uh, forbidden spells or whatever those, you know, those oh, yeah. big, those uh, big hefty no-no spells. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are forbidden. 
some I think they're the the unforgivable. Unforgivable. Those are yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I look forward to using those. Wow. <laughs> so you will not be playing as Hufflepuff, apparently. I don't know what a Hufflepuff is, but sure. <laughs> Mike, what house are you going to be in? Um, the house I'm going to be in is probably going to be like, I'll probably just end up making my own. Like, <laughs> oh, boy. Because I, I, my, I'm just going to be jacked up and I'm wow. just going to be. Wow. Yeah. Look, I'm going to do everything. You're going to be like, I'm a house of my own. I'm my own yeah. house. Yeah. yeah. I don't need. Yeah. I don't need your to be sorted. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need your. I don't need your segregation in this. I will sort you hat. Yeah. Mike just walks up and takes the hat and stomps it on the ground and stomps on it. That's right. Yeah, he's going to walk up, hit it with the with the avra the, the cadaver eraser spell or whatever. <laughs> yeah. and he's just going to fry the, yeah, he's going to fry yeah. the sorting hat, and it's going to be out of business. Just, and Mike's going to start sorting people out. That's right. Yeah, I'll It'll just be like gym class. He's just got first. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I, that's that's what you got. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to find the biggest guy first and knock him out. <laughs> I'll take out my wand. I'll yell "Walla Walla Washington." <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing this my way. Yeah. Wow. Uh, any other games you're looking forward to? Yeah, uh, yeah, but you know. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to Octopath Traveler too. Uh huh. So they, you know, you can pick again. You know, once again, one of eight different travelers. Um, but I'm gonna do things my way. I'm gonna pick a ten. <laughs> I'm just going to find a random NPC and just... <laughs> or that person's body. Play it as you, okay? Like the oh, like the classic gosh. like the classic 90s horror movie Shocker. Oh, I love <laughs> Shocker. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so Octopath Traveler. And then uh, one thing to keep an eye on is uh, Wanted Dead. I don't What's know anything about dead? this game. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said keep an eye on it. Uh, it's <laughs> it's it's an action it's an action game, uh-huh. and it's very Xbox 360 era of action games. So you know it's behind the shoulder, akin to uh, I guess you could say uh, gears, like gears or gears. Yeah, like gears, and it's got a mixture of uh, sword play and uh, and guns. Oh, so wow. Yeah, so it kind of like Red Steel. It, it, no, that was yeah, but good. <laughs> hey, the second one wasn't bad actually. Was it? Yeah, it was pretty oh. good. That's on my backlog. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, check out the trailer for it. Yeah, Wanted Dead. It just looks like a like a fun, crazy Ooh. action game where you're just like, like I said, just like chopping people up and shooting them and stuff. I, I, it's very mid two thousands looking. Okay. All right. Not graphic style, but gameplay style. Okay, which which I can go for for a game like that. Yeah, cool. Anything else on your list? Um, no, that's all I got. Uh, so I have a lot of the same games: Hogwarts, Octopath Traveler two. But another game that actually uh, caught my attention was Blanc. That game looks really cool. Uh, it's. Uh, Oh yeah, that's the the prequel to Street Fighter. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's that uh, like hand drawn kind of look uh, where it's uh, it's like a deer and I don't know if it's another animal too. Deer god, that's a fox. A fox, yeah. Yeah, deer and a fox yeah, hanging out and doing deer and out. fox yeah. stuff. Yeah, like I think you have to work together, or you have to have the car- the two animals work together to solve yep. pu- uh, puzzles and such. I think that looked really cool. It does look nice, but you know, I mean, Roger, you know what you're getting into with a game like that. What? What am I getting into? I'm getting into probably a very sad and depressing. Oh ending. yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it's like it's like Bambi, right? It's like you know that some something's going to happen. Either the fox is going to eat the the deer at the end, or, or the deer is going to eat the fox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> bloodlust running rampant in the deer community <laughs> yeah. they they walk past a nuclear power plant the deer just grows fangs <laughs> the fox is like oh <laughs> what i get into uh yeah no i yeah that game looks cool and that's coming out relatively soon too i think well in the next wow. 26 days well yeah yeah 
But I mean, like, I think February 14th. Oh, Valentine's Day. So there you go. Um, there's actually, I'm, I'm actually quite impressed with the amount of games that are coming out this month. But a lot of them are um, PSVR games as well. Like, I'm just looking at this list. There's a oh, lot yeah. of, like, is PSVR, like, launching no, I think they're cutting yes. the price of it, though, pretty heavily, from what I understand, because the sales okay. aren't meeting what they expected it to, so maybe they're just pushing out a shitload of games to go with the price cut. Oh, uh, okay. That's all. Wait, is it a price cut, or is it a... Are they cutting that? Because PSVR 2 comes out... I, if my, That's what I meant I'm, to say. I'm, I'm sorry. Mistaken. PSVR, PSVR 2, but are they cutting the... The price, or are they cutting the amount of units they're producing? I thought they were cutting the price on it because it's not getting the the reception that they wanted. I thought I read that, but that also could have been in a uh, no. I think you're right. Might have been in a fever dream. No, no, I read that too. I read that too that they weren't getting the sales that they thought they were going to, so they're going to cut the price. That's what I read too. Um, but folks, you too, if you if you uh, you know sign up for Patreon, you can fact check our episodes <laughs> for us. Shut the Patreon down now. <laughs> You earn that privilege. But there's a lot. Like, I didn't know that Gran Turismo 7 was going to be on VR. That's Neither crazy. did they. Not me. Resident <laughs> <laughs> uh, Evil Village. Yeah, Resident too. Evil Village, yeah. There's a lot here. There's a lot listed here for PSVR. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, NFL Pro Era. Pavlov VR. Pavlov VR. That was probably the most, the longest bit of awkward silence. NFL Pro Era. Okay. Yeah. Dear listeners, what you just heard was nobody giving a shit. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yeah. I was just like naming a game off that list. I don't know. But Pistol Whip, that's a pretty fun game. That sounds fun. (laughs) Have you played that game? I played it in VR. It's pretty good. Oh, did you? Yeah. I don't have, yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually have Pistol Whip in VR. It's pretty good. It's hard, but it's pretty good. I like mm-hmm. it. It's like, um, it's like a rhythm. Pistol uh, Whip in game? Yeah. <laughs> it's a rhythm. It's a rhythm shooter game. It's pretty cool because like if you hit your enemies on the beat, you get more points. It's kind of, it's kind of a cool concept. Uh, and then you have to move around quite a bit too, so concept that's overdone right now yeah that's true what oh we're gonna get into that in a little bit aren't we (laughs) uh yeah well actually let's move into that segment then games that we're currently playing um since i started with phil last time mike what games are you currently playing uh well of course as always vampire survivors i've only got like about seven more oh um uh achievements and things to unlock so i'm very excited about that that's cool and congrats yeah gg thank you thank you yeah very uh it's it's a lot of hard work that i'm putting into it um i'm also i guess so I, you know i went into my backlog you know what i started playing uh it's cyberpunk oh, Did no you? Kidding. yeah is it good uh well the first hour or two that i played it's not too bad okay um, it's, it's actually quite interesting because, uh, I learned something. Um, I learned while playing cyberpunk that, uh, I'm, I'm basically, I was playing it. And I'm like, man, these graphics suck. Oh, like these are some of the worst graphics. I, I, like these are, this is not like Xbox series X quality graphics. And then I did some research Apparently, for the past year or so, my Xbox has been on maximum video output of 1080p. Oh. So I, t- I changed it to 4K, and I'm like, oh, there we go. Oh, wow. Like, how on earth did this, does this happen? Maybe did I plug, maybe I plugged my, brought my Xbox to, to a different TV and just, for, oh, you know, maybe. it auto-changed. But I realized that I've been playing subpar games <laughs> for the better part of a year now. <laughs> Now your Xbox, really not, yeah. Myself. Now it's like really like, oh, now we'll show you the power. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So now I'm operating at full capacity. Okay, that's good. Uh, but yeah, but no, GG. I enjoyed it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um. But it, it it looks pretty fun so far. It looks like there's there's three different stories. Like there's three different like characters that you can play as, or I should I say backgrounds. And depending on which one you choose, there's a whole storyline behind that. So I guess the game could be played three different times and have 
you know, it's like almost a totally different experience three different times. So that's not bad. So I, I created my character and, um, I chose the, um, the business, uh, the, the, the corporate, uh, throat cutter. Oh yeah. So, you know, she starts off in the high rise and everything like that. And then she gets betrayed and then, you, you know, oh, then the game starts. So I made it through the prologue and then, uh, I went to start my first mission uh, and that's where I stopped it, but it was actually pretty interesting because then, um, I paused the game right when I got out of the car to start the first mission and I chose to do, um, photo mode. Oh, uh, you know, you know, you could yeah. move the camera around and all that stuff. And, uh, I, I don't know if this is a glitch in the game or if this is the way it's designed either way, whatever works. But, uh, I zoomed out and I saw my character. She looked just like the one I designed, uh, except that she wasn't wearing a shirt. Oh, okay. Or a bra. What? Or a bra. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Just running around. <laughs> I don't free think, as a bird. I don't think that was, uh, I don't think that's the way it was designed, Mike. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't choose it. <laughs> It's in 4K now. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Before, <laughs> before you didn't notice it, but now it's in 4K. No, four, actually, more like a four double K. But yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Just don't run so too I fast or your house will drop. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but but Cyberpunk. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> yeah. After two, <laughs> after two years. You're not a big fan of of even those words. I'm surprised you're playing that game. Well, yeah. And but, steampunk you know. he doesn't like. And cyberpunk. Yeah, steampunk. And cyberpunk, cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, cyberpunk a little bit, but yeah. I mean, I sometimes I gotta be in the mood. Like I'm in the mood for like, you know, '80s neon, you know, that kind of stuff. Okay. And so I was in the mood, so I started playing it. Cool. So there we go. Nice. Anything else? Uh, no. Okay. Uh Phil. Hi. What have you been playing? Uh, the usual suspects, of course, and then I decided to, I played two other games, I decided to go and check out Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah! I, yeah! I love your enthusiasm for that, Roger, that's just great. Um, You're not as enthusiastic about this game as I am, are you? You haven't gotten to the parry section yet, have you? Uh, no, I have not. Yep, that's Wait. where it all went downhill for me. Is that after oh. the second boss? Because I beat the second boss as far yep, as Yep, that's like two, three levels after that. Oh, okay. Okay. All I was right. having a really good time with the game all the way up until the parry became a thing and was absolutely necessary, and oh. I suck it. Oh, oh, no. I suck at it. I don't suck it. Well, <laughs> depends on the money that's involved. Um, but it's uh, I was a little concerned when I first started playing the game because I thought it was going to be all this outside Sunset Overdrive-looking area. I thought that might get a little bit monotonous and repetitious, but then after the second boss, you get sent underground, and there's lava and falling rocks, and the entire atmosphere changes, and I was pretty content with that. Mm. Um, I suppose I should start off by saying it's a rhythm-based platformer, kind of. I In my brain, I kind of compare it to Gears of War, weirdly enough, which, huh. if you bear with me for a second, it'll all make yeah. sense. Yeah, please explain this, because I... <laughs> So Gears of War, you kind of just go through a level and you collect things and get a little bit of backstory until you get to the area where you fight and then you can't go far further backwards. Any, well, obviously you can't go any more further, but you can't progress anywhere in either direction until you're done killing the enemies that are in that little section. Then you're free to yeah. explore again. Oh, that's true. And that's very much what this game does as well with yeah. um, kind of platforming but not really kind of just exploration more than anything else with a bunch of fun neat unlockables and all that kind of good stuff but then the parry came into play and i'm yeah. pretty close to deleting it off the xbox because I can't, I can't do it oh and i, I say it's necessary no. i mean it's absolutely necessary you will fight really enemies that you can't attack until you've parried their attack and it'll be like five six different notes with the timing on it being like uh 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 and if you mess up one of those uh's you start all over again you know it's funny because uh our friend chris i was telling about this game and i think he's at that point too and he said i can't i can't hit the parries i mm -hmm. can't hit it it's like it's hard it's mm -hmm. it's impossible and you have to do it in order to progress in many, many areas starting in, I want to say, level four or level five. Ugh. Well, that's too bad. And to me, I... the, 
entire game took a shit at that point. <clears throat> That's too bad because I really like the the animation in this mm-hmm. game. This animation it's is it's so gorgeous. Kind of yeah. reminds me of uh, of heavy metal, weirdly enough. Huh. Like the eighties cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but this yeah, it reminds me of like a cartoon. It reminds me of like remember Dragon's Lair and Space mm-hmm. Ace, like yeah. not not that style animation, but the fact that like it was cool to see a cartoon become a video game, mm-hmm. right? And but didn't it didn't play all that well. But nope. but this one, I mean, up to the parrying part, sounded really I mean, it played well. I was I really Mm-hmm. And uh, it didn't really matter if you hit the beats or not. Yes, like you'd do exactly. more damage if it, if you yes. did. But yes, with the parry, if you don't hit the beat, you're starting all over again. And it starts Ugh. out easy enough with like lasers, where it's like yeah, pew pew, and then you just got to pew pew, and everything's fine. But then like it changes the rhythm and the amount of them and things like that. Where I just I can't do it. And uh, yeah, it's, I pro- I tried probably for 15 minutes this afternoon. And that was even after, like, because I've been parrying for probably about an hour, hour and a half at this point. And then I just got to this section, which has been a really fun section up until this point. And then I started fighting this giant robot creature thing with two swords, and I, I just can't do it. Oh. Uh, hopefully, bad. for your sake, you can. But to me, yeah. the game took a drastic, drastic turn downhill as soon as the parry came into play. Ugh. Um, I, I will say, like, because, you know, a lot of the combos are also based off of rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. Like. And sometimes I can hit those and I'm like, it's cool when I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. I hit that uh, combo, but not <laughs> doesn't happen all the time. Right. Um, I feel like there's something off, though, about like there was in the beginning of the game is tutorial. And I think this is like the parry too. is like the two circles come together and then it like circle, circle. And then the third time. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have to. I don't know. I feel like I want to hit it when it hits that third circle, like when the two circles supposed to come together, but it doesn't seem to, it doesn't seem to be like, Oh, that's, that's offbeat. I'm like, is it though? Because I'm doing it the way you, you showed me. Well, you can also go in and you can fine tune the latency and it'll do like a a test with the audio versus the visual and what the lag on your TV is and all that kind of good stuff, too. And you tried that, too. That may be part of it. Yeah, I tried messing with that. I even turned it on to easy mode where allegedly if I was just hitting the button, it would do the things automatically. If if I was just like the way that it kind of outlined it is even if I'm just tapping on, I'm just going to say X to the beat that's going across because I've got the little cheat bar on the bottom, even though I'm not really ever paying attention to the rhythm. Yeah, But I turned that on just to like hopefully just sit there and just keep hitting perfects because it, it, it made it sound like if I was doing that, it would take care of everything else for me. And it I it still didn't do anything. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Cause I turned on that bottom thing too, because, mm-hmm. and I don't use it, but uh, there was, there was in the beginning, there was like some move that you had to do and I just couldn't hit it. Yep. So I turned that on to uh, ensure that I do hit it on rhythm um, but I don't really use it, but I just use it for that one uh, that one attack. But that's that's too bad. Yeah, it uh, it really killed the entire game for me. Uh, well, that's the show, guys. Thanks for thanks for joining <laughs> Um, anything else you've been playing? Uh, yeah, I played around with a game called Rainbow Billy: Curse of the Leviathan. Oh yeah, just because I it- have not heard of this game. It's, you know, one of those things on Game Pass, and it looked okay. like it might be kind of enjoyable. It's a very strange game, man. I can't tell if I'm the right age bracket or not for this game. <laughs> like, it looks super cartoony, but the message that it's spreading comes across as being very childish. Um, so you're you're setting up a... You're, you're playing as Billy, and Billy's heart is very full of love and kindness and compassion, because that's the kind of guy that Billy is. So you're getting ready for the big town festival, and so you gotta go collect a bunch of fireworks and a little bit of a collect that... Excuse me, with the hiccup... Um. A little bit of a small collect-a-thon, getting you just to familiarized with the controls, which aren't really all that many. Uh, and then you set off all the fireworks, and the Leviathan gets all pissed off, and he shows up and says, Damn it, Billy, I told you if you were going to set this stuff off, I was going to steal all the color from your world. So he comes and sends this big gray cloud of doom coming through and sucks all the color from the world. And you got to escape on your on your friend, the boat, who also talks, and you run away from it. And then you got to go start island hopping and... Um, you come across some interesting characters who you've got to convince that they're not in as bad of a place as they think that they are via, oh. I almost want to say, well, it's 
kind of a turn-based RPG, but you're not actually fighting. You're using words. Oh. So, like, you have to use sentences to convince them that it's not as bleak as they think that it is. And after a certain point, they become your friend. You put them on the boat, and you know, they're gathering these things, and you you can feed them to make them your friends, and they unlock different abilities, and you can use those people. I shouldn't say people, but those critters when you're having conversations with other people that you're coming across um, because different symbols are unlocked and you got to match up the symbols in order to convince the the creature that it's that doesn't suck. Uh, It's it's a weird game, man. Like I said, I don't I don't know what age bracket this thing is aimed for, but I felt like I'm not definitely there. But then some of the like concepts behind it seem a little bit more advanced than what I feel as though it's catering to. So I don't I don't really know. Huh? Are you liking it, though? I don't know. Oh, okay. And I probably put about an hour and a half into it, and I I wanted to stop playing, but I kept going for some reason, so I must okay. not hate it. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I, like I said, it just kind of made, it makes me feel weird. Okay. And normally I like feeling weird. Yeah. I don't really like yeah. <laughs> Uh Anything else? Mm, no. Uh, then for myself, um, yeah, I've been playing Hi-Fi Rush as well. I'm not as far as Phil, so I'm not at the pairing part. Um, now it makes me kind of hesitant to get back into the game. We'll no, see. go get back into it. Hopefully your rhythm's awesome and you can knock these parries yeah. out of the park and just tell me that I'm just an old dude with no soul. I don't know, man. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Uh, I have, I mean, the boss battles are really fun. I will say mm-hmm. that. Well, the two that I fought so far, they're really cool. And I and I just love the artwork in the game. It's it's really fantastic. Um, the other two games that I played and and actually reviewed. So you can go to GamerHeadsPodcast.com to read these reviews. The first one I'll talk about is Wonderland Nights, White Rabbit's Diary. This is um, a visual novel. It is set in the Alice in Wonderland uh, world. And uh, this takes place after Alice has visited Wonderland and left and the Queen of Hearts died. Her daughter now is a new Queen of Hearts. She's just as nasty. And this uh, moment in time is all the dignitaries from all the different kingdoms of the Kingdom of Diamonds, clubs, spades and hearts are coming together to vote on different political um topics i guess and uh the queen of hearts uh has asked well not asked has like commanded the white rabbit to to basically make sure these people are voting the way that she wants them to vote so uh like the first one is on war should they go to war and she's like i don't want to go to war so you make sure that that they vote no to war and the way to do that the way to make sure that they vote no to war is by um, setting up different there's different events and you take two of the characters and you have them attend the events uh, and then they have conversations and if they're like minded like if they're both like no I don't want to go to war then uh, they'll both vote for no to war but if one of them convinces the other like hey we should go to war then the other person will be like oh yeah maybe we should um, <clears throat> so there's different events that you take the characters and you and you say, I want this character and this character to go to a tea party, for instance, and then they'll have conversations um, and you uh, you have a codex that keeps tracks of, of what they're all saying. So part of it is the the political, uh, you know, votes that are happening and you're trying to get them to vote the way that you want the, the queen, them the queen to vote or for her the way that she wants them to vote. Uh, but the other thing that's interesting in this game is that there's secrets that each one of these characters has. And depending on how you pair the characters together, you start unlocking different secrets, like who are lovers and who has a deep, dark secret that they've been keeping hidden and who has uh, dirt on another person and who wants to overthrow the queen, the king of hearts. And it's all this different stuff that's happening. And, uh, and that's actually the real charm. There's over 3,000 lines of dialogue in this game uh, because it's based on who you pair together and, they're, they're like, and, the, and like the logic behind that is insane. It's insane. I think there's like 10 characters. So it's like, um, 
it's it's crazy how how much they they put into that and it's all voice acted too hmm. um that's that's the one that's the one thing i did say in my review i was like eh, the voice acting is not the best and the audio quality is not the greatest because like the king of diamonds might be talking really quiet and then the queen of hearts is super loud and you're like oh my goodness like I'm, my eardrums are blown out because i had to turn it up because the king was talking really quiet but the fact that the logic that's there that's behind this game and there's 14 different endings it's crazy like i'm i was blown away by that so uh if you're a fan of visual novels uh a lot of visual novels is a lot of reading um and obviously they still have the text there too but it's all it is all voice acted so uh this i gave this one a b plus because of the the fact that there's 14 different endings and the first playthrough, like you won't know like who will vote what way because you just you just don't know. Um, but then in your codex, it keeps track of uh, what people like what they favor for war or magic or whatever the different topics are. So it's easier the second time around that you could just say, oh, OK, I know these two people are against war, so I'll put these two together. Or I don't know, these two people are in favor of of free trade, so I'll put these two together. So it's it's either easier the second time around, but the real the real other part of it is the part that drives a lot of the uh, different endings is the secrets that you start uncovering amongst the different characters. So that is uh, Wonderland Nights, uh, the White Rabbit Diaries, and that is seven dollars on the on the eShop. I think it's also on Xbox too. So. Uh, and then the other game that I reviewed is a game called A Space for the Unbound. And this is an adventure uh, type game. Think of like, <clears throat> you guys both played like um, King's Quest, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the day? Absolutely. I know of it. You know of it? Okay. okay. Think so of Laser Suit Larry. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh, I played that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an adventure type game like that. Uh, and there it's an interesting story. So it, it, I'm not going to get into too much of the story cause I want people to play it. Um, but it opens up with you as, as, um, as a, it's in Indonesia. It's an Indonesia story. It's in the nineties and you are, uh, Atma, I think that's how you pronounce his name. And he, um, he is, uh, he has a friend that they're writing a novel together. And that's uh-huh. how it opens up. And they're talking about novels. And then um, his friend gets uh, writer's block. And then he said, well, I'll use the uh, Red Diary to space dive. And space diving is like going into the person's psyche to figure out like what's like causing them to not be able to complete, you know, whatever they're trying to do. Uh, and that's usually like, you know, little puzzles or fetch quests that you have to do to complete like they're in the in that in that space dive world or in their psyche and then uh so you're, you're introduced to all the different mechanics of like doing the fetch quest doing the space dives um how the game really works and then something happens and then the next scene is atma wakes up uh in in school and he's like at his desk and his girlfriend's like you you fell asleep again he's like what and like this whole storyline happens and now his girlfriend raya has um magical powers and she can bend time and reality uh and the world is coming to an end or is seemingly coming to an end and uh and then your character's like, I have this red book. This is from my dream. And he thinks it's a dream. And then he does like the space dives to figure out things. And um, yeah, it's really a fascinating story. It's really, really good. Um, and a lot of it is fetch quest, but there are moments like uh one of my favorite moments was when he was getting picked on by the school boys. Oh, cause they're, they're, they're in high school. So they're last year in high school and uh, he's getting picked on by these high school bullies. So he goes to the local arcade and he <laughs> runs into this guy that's playing like basically street fighter, but I, I forget what the game is called in, in the arcade. 
And he's like, well, can you teach me how to fight like they do in Street Fighter? And uh, and he does. Um, <clears throat> and he has his own moment where you have to space dive into this guy to help him beat the final boss in this Street Fighter type game. Um, and then he teaches you how to fight. And and the 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 and then you go against these bullies. And it's like uh, quick time events where but like the quick time events are like the arrows hitting up, down, left, right, you know, and then like a b or something right it's like something like you would do in street fighter it's pretty cool i thought that was such a cool like nod to that game genre but still keeping true to the uh the the adventure type game um it's a really cool game and it's all pixelated art but it's really beautiful um and that is i think on all the systems as well i think it's on xbox and playstation and Nintendo Switch. I know it's on the Switch for search for sure because that's where I, I reviewed it, and I think it's on PC as well. Um, mm. But that that one I gave an uh, an A two because I really I I thought that was a fantastic game. So, um, and I and I after I reviewed it, then I went to go look at other people's reviews, and yeah, a lot of people have been saying this is fantastic. So this has been getting some really good reviews. So uh, that is a space for the Unbound. Both of those games. Like I said, I reviewed there on GamerHeadsPodcast.com. If you want to read more about that, uh, go check it out there. Uh, those are the games that I've been playing. So um, let's move on to our final segment then. And that is the Tales from the eShop. And I don't remember what the game was. Mike, I hope... I've got it. Okay, good. I've got it. Okay. No worries. All right, all it's right. here somewhere. Uh, so Phil's game last week was Super Pixel Racers. Super Pixel Racers is a fast-paced arcade racer with top-down 2D pixel graphics and a nostalgic 16-bit soundtrack. Race your way up the ranks in an expansive career mode with more than 200 races. Go head-to-head with racers from across the globe and online play with up to eight players or challenge your friends in four-player split-screen multiplayer. And it was on sale for a ridiculously low price. It was like a buck seventy nine or something like that. Something like that. Is that so? That's the lead. I'm. I'm that's yep. I'm, now it's your turn. Well, I'm so used to the, I'm so used to wacky intros that like something that just read that perfectly. Like, I, it, yeah, that's it, true. It, well, it's a normal. Like you went with the normal game. I know so. that's that's my fault. I guess the last time I ever do that, then I'll be more composed <laughs> and maintained. Um, so the description of the game is highly, highly accurate. It is a top-down pixel racing game with, it says 200 races, I'll believe it. You start out in career mode if you start, pl- well, actually, when you, let's, let's, let's rewind all the way to the back, all the way to the beginning here. So when you first get into the game and you get into the main menu, it asks if you want to play the easy way, recommended, which is where you <laughs> point in the direction what? of where you want the car to go, or if you want to play it retro style, or left and right steer your car. Oh. Um, I went retro style because it made perfect sense to me because I grew up playing those styles of games. And um, I think I chose I chose wisely, in all honesty. Did you uh, try the other way? I did try the other way, and I couldn't I couldn't do it. My brain didn't work okay. like that because I've okay. played this other style for far too long. And I've Yeah, kinda... I was going to say, I don't think I could play that way either. No, it's it's weird. Um, so uh, you race. It's an automatic goer. Like, you don't have to hit the gas, but you do hit the brake, uh, which is what gets you to drift around corners, which builds up your nitro, and then you can nitro to get speed boosts. I don't need to explain what nitro is, I don't think. And then if you win a race, you get some monies, and then you can go to the garage, and you can either buy new cars, or you can upgrade your current car. Um, there is three different cars per class, from what I could tell. I only played up until the B class. Granted, you start a C class, but I played all the way through C, and then there's the ultra version of C, and then B. So I probably played, I'm going to say, 24 to 30 races worth of this game. Wow! Uh, so I sunk some time into it. It's an enjoyable play. Um, but there's different modes. There's a there's time trials. There's just a standard race, and then there's kind of a demolition derby style where you get a thousand points for each car that you destroy, and you have to destroy so many cars in order to make it past that level. Um, like it's there's there's not really a ton to say about this. I didn't try online. I meant mm. to, and I kind of spaced it out. Uh, I still might go back and try because I'm not deleting it because I did have a good time with the game. It's well worth $1.79. The soundtrack is very heavily 16-bit inspired. Uh, you can kind of customize the look of your car, like you can change the color of it. Uh, there's 10 levels for each of the different upgrades that you can get for your car, which does not include handling, weirdly enough. It's top speed, acceleration, durability, and the quickness that the nitro builds up. 
Mm. But yeah, it controls just like a, like an RC Pro Am or an Ivan Off Road Stewart's Racing. It was enjoyable. I I didn't hate it. Oh, nice. And how much? Nice. What was this game called? What was this game called? I'm sorry. Super Pixel Racers. Okay. I might have to check it out. It was a dollar seventy nine? You said. Yeah, I don't know if it's still on sale or not, but it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was cheap as dirt on the Xbox. Yep, on, the, on, the on the Xbox. The Xbox yeah. 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 That's cool. That's awesome. See, I was I saw some um, reviews for it that said the game was like the the controls were really difficult. I've, I did not have that problem at all. Well, if you played okay. the easy <laughs> the easy way, maybe yeah, that's was. true. Yeah, the the easy way, I couldn't do anything in the easy mode. But as soon as I flipped it back over, because I started out in retro, and then I just wanted to go check out easy mode just to see what it was like. And easy mode was nine times more difficult than than hard mode. Mm-hmm. Huh. Cool. I I have to check this game out. I think because I like super off road. I like RC Pro Am. Mm-hmm. So there's like no big jumps. Well, as far as I played, there's no big jumps in it or anything. And there's there's different backgrounds for the tracks as well, so it's not super monotonous. I want to say throughout the 30 courses or 30 races that I did, I probably saw three to four different, completely different backgrounds. Okay. Not just like mud and dirt or anything like that, but some of them had some green in it. And there was also night versions of some of the courses as well, where it, you can't quite see as good, but it's, you know, it's, it's night mode, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Hmm. Um, Mike, what is the first, do you have two games this week for him? So here's, I, so I did some, did some thinking okay. what the best way to do okay. this is. So right. you're going, so the first game I'm going to pick uh, I'm going to give you the game that's available in uh, a new release in the eShop. Okay. And then you can choose to go with that game. And if you go with that game, then that's your pick. If you say no, I take it back. Then I'm going to give you a game that I'm looking at Deku deals that's like rid- ridiculously cheap. Oh, this is a new so twist not on depending this game. on the quality of the game or anything like that. I'm just saying this right. game is cheap. I'm going to pick this one. Okay. So here is the game new release. Uh, Radiant Flux Hyperfractal 4.0. <laughs> let me let me repeat that. Radiant <laughs> Flux Hyperfractal 4.0. Uh, How can you say tax. no? How can you say no to this? Yeah. Uh, released today, and it's a dollar ninety nine. Okay. Here we go. Oh man, my screen just went blank. Okay, here we go. Okay, data fractal hyperstructures are the new storage medium favored by big companies. You are a neo hacker, a new breed of bedroom fract breaker. What? And these data structures, <laughs> yeah, and these data structures are your playground. After receiving an unusual email instructing you to hack your own homepage. Okay, you discover what? a hidden you discover a hidden world that will take you through the hack zone and deep into the dark web to yield untold riches in lost and forbidden softwares. So, power up your aesthetically pleasing hack OS of choice and download the latest forbidden tools. It's time to penetrate oh some software oh, firewalls. Oh my. And hack some hyperfractals. How can you say no to that, Phil? Um, well, here's the problem. Like this. Is, <laughs> I don't know what the hell any of those words mean except for bedroom and penetrate. <laughs> the rest of it's all lost on me. Yep. Uh, I also know what a hack is. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. I, I, I kind of want to do this. I know. I was going to say, at least I will say this. The description, even though the, like, a lot of the words didn't make a lot of sense, it didn't sound terrible. It didn't sound like anything but a bunch of random words thrown together and what could be <laughs> conveyed as like a sentence. Random, yeah. yeah, like yeah, but, somebody but, just shook up a boggle container, took all 16 letters in the boggle container, and just started making up random words and said, this is what our game's about. We all went, Yeah, maybe. Guys. Yeah. But you get to do it from the comfort of your bedroom. Yeah, and I get to hack my own homepage to discover the dark web. Yeah, that sounds fun. So you're going with this game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I, I don't know why, but I am. 
Wow. All right. What was? Okay. I'm just curious. What was the? Uh, what was the game that was well, behind door number two? Here's the way this game plays out in my brain. I've got no idea what style of a game it is, but it plays a lot like Arachnoid. I'm sure it doesn't. No. But no, probably not. It works no, I. Pretty sure. No, I'm looking at screenshots just right now. I literally just pulled up the screenshots now. It's not like anything you'd expect. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Okay. If it's a visual Ooh, novel. Can't wait to hear about pissed. this one. God damn it! I hate it when you. Say it's not a visual. Like I don't think. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell by the f- screenshots. Does I don't it, know. Is, it, is there a genre that tells like what kind of game this is, Mike? uh action simulation puzzle okay yeah, yeah. rpg sport are <laughs> <laughs> does that really say that no it just okay. says action simulation okay. puzzle i would laugh my head off it was just like let's just throw every genre in there except visual novel yeah yeah um what, what was, was the game two? yeah what was board number two what was the game behind door number uh four? a game called a whole new world uh, and it looks like uh, an 8-bit style Metroidvania. Oh. Oof. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm sure that uh, let's see. I I think I wrote this down. Uh, I got a bunch of words here. Bedroom penetration simulator 4.0 hyperflux <laughs> is going to be yep. a lot of fun. <laughs> that is not the title of the game. That was, that was my nickname in college. <laughs> <laughs> Radiant Flux Hyper Flux 4.0 is what I've got written down. You know, there's too many fluxes Aeon, there. But... Aeon Flux. Aeon yeah. Flux. Oh, that was a great cartoon. Yeah. Radiant Flux Hyper Fractal 4.0. Didn't they come up with a movie too? Like an action, live action movie of that yeah. movie, right? Yep. Yeah, I don't think it was that good. No, I agree. But that's okay because Aeon Flux, the cartoon, was just weird. It was weird, but it was cool. It was well animated. Oh, yeah. It was well animated, but it freaked me out. <laughs> with the bug crawling on the eye? everything yeah about that well yeah but i mean just the game. opening with the bug yeah that was weird yeah we're old folks <laughs> yep uh okay well we look forward to your review of that game next week there phil mm-hmm. uh before we head out why don't we go around and tell people how they can find us on social media phil how can people find you on social media you can reach me at patreon.com backslash gamerheads podcast <laughs> and a handwritten letter from me is where you can find me on social media and if you don't want to spend the money on that and you just want to see some of my stupid ramblings that very rarely happen, you can reach me on Twitter at Bino23. <laughs> uh, Mike, how can people find you on social media? It's not as exciting. You can go to Twitter and I'm PezGuyMike. <laughs> That's it. Uh, listeners, you can follow me. You can follow actually Gamerheads. I should start there. Uh, you can follow Gamerheads on Twitter at GamerheadsPod. You can follow me on Twitter at Nintendraj. Uh, you can, as Phil said, you can support us on Patreon if you wish. And that's at patreon.com slash Gamerheads. And then finally, if you want to read reviews, <clears throat> listen to podcast episodes like this one, uh, or see articles, news articles, you can go to our website at GamerheadsPodcast.com. Well, Phil, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to be a part of this board meeting. <laughs> Mike, thank you so much for joining us this week. Hohokam. Hohokam. There it is. Listeners, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule and giving us a listen. We appreciate it. If you like what you hear, leave us a review. We'd love to hear what you have to say about the show. And then with that, until next week, everyone stay safe and game on, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. See ya. Take care, everybody.